Welcome, kings and queens, back to the Wake Up Call podcast with me, Leo Crystal Queen. Tonight, I have a very special guest, Amanda Gruzi. She is here to talk about Aura, so I'm very excited to have Amanda on the podcast. She's going to be talking about what is an Aura, what is the structure of Aura, how to manage and heal. So stay tuned. Very, very interesting things coming up. Hi, Amanda. Happy to have you on the podcast tonight. Hi. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for coming in here tonight. So please, before we start with uh, explaining what uh, is actually an aura, please tell us a bit about yourself. How did you start up on your spiritual journey? Oh, my spiritual journey started, I'd probably say, when I was about eight or nine. Um, Mm -hmm. It all started uh, with my dad, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. He was checking the um, electrical charge of batteries using an ammeter from Radio Mm -hmm. Shack. I don't know if you guys have that over there. (laughs) And um, basically, he uh, said, let's read your electrical current. And Mm -hmm. I was like, electrical current? So uh, I held a positive and a negative um, Mm -hmm. wire. And I think at one point, he even put it in my mouth (laughs) to make it more accurate. And it gave me an electrical current reading. And I was like, wow, I have an electrical charge, or now I know it as an energy field, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as a professional hairstylist, um, I practice Mm -hmm. reading energy fields every day, Um, Mm -hmm. even before I really, really got into it, like just my intuition, you know, you Mm -hmm. could just, you could just tell, right? Like, for me, I don't see a lot of color, but I feel it as Mm -hmm. a a Reiki master practitioner. Um, I am a skeptic, uh, for sure. I I totally love science. So I always try to find some kind of proof or evidence, right? Which where Mm -hmm. the ammeter really had an an impact on me. (laughs) Like, I think even Einstein himself would agree with energy healing, you know? So... Yeah. Well, so- if you ever want to know more about uh, your energy, I mean, the aura field and to actually measure it, you can Google uh, GDV cameras. Um, these cameras are amazing because you, f- you put your finger in there like your thumb right. and it works on gas discharge and it actually shows all the, the whole field of the aura where you have pokes in the aura and which organs are even affected. Yes, absolutely. For yeah. sure. It is so interesting. I've never actually used one. Mm-hmm. Or, or I don't think I've, I've really worked with anybody that's actually used one either. But uh, right now, it's all about, you know, intuition and the third yeah. eye. But I would so mm-hmm. be into that. <laughs> I prefer my third eye as well. Because as we know, I mean, technology can sometimes lead us a bit astray sometimes. Um, depends on obviously what kind of technology you're using, but definitely we're getting more in tune with our natural talents. So Amanda, tell us uh, how can someone uh, how can someone heal their aura? Tell us more about the aura. Amanda, are you there? 
Hallo. Oh. Yeah, I can hear Hi. you now. Okay, you can hear me now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> no so, worries. Uh, could you please tell us now more about the, the aura field? Yes, absolutely. Well, in, in the aura field, there are generally three parts. Mm -hmm. um, there's the aura that extends beyond the physical body. Um, there's mm -hmm. the chakras, the seven energy centers located in the body, and the mm -hmm. hara line. Mm -hmm. And so the aura changes all the time with mental activity and physical health, as um, we've just talked about sensing, you know, diseases and that kind of thing in the aura. Um, and it's, it's a reflection of what's going on inside of you made of mm -hmm. life force energy, like chi, as in Chinese, chi mm -hmm. in Japanese or, or prana. Yeah. And, and the more, empathetic you are or an empath mm -hmm. the more I think you're impacted and lots of people agree by the environment and others like yeah. big crowds and negative spaces like say a courtroom those kinds mm -hmm. of things um and uh animals and even minerals crystals they have uh energy fields as well mm -hmm. um like the the law of resonance um some vibrations don't resonate with with others right um you can feel when the energy is off when you're repelled against someone mm -hmm. or or you know it can be the complete opposite right like your your vibration harmonizes with theirs and you just you know can't get enough of that person you can you know feed off their positivity you know yeah. it's quite it's quite great and um Wow, that's amazing! Yeah. And how, <laughs> do you do you see auras, or you just uh, feel them? I I actually feel them, and this mm -hmm. is why I wanted to start learning about auras because when I got my level three master practitioner certificate in in Reiki, um, we didn't touch down a lot on auras, and one thing I I found right away was. I was guide, guided by my spirit guide and my third eye. I could feel the different layers, like the mm -hmm. warbling. I could feel waving, repelling like a magnet. And I could feel the changing temperatures in all the different layers. So when I wanted to, say, do an energy, you know, clearing, or if mm -hmm. I wanted to balance a chakra, um, basically, I would go into the the layer of the aura to attack it more directly. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's something that I never even knew was a thing, you know, because I don't know a lot of people that uh, do Reiki. I mostly, you know, communicate with my, my master. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it was really neat to kind of discover this completely on my own without reading it in a book. <laughs> so I was, uh, pretty stoked on that <laughs> that is amazing when you're, you're a natural natural talent that's what it means yeah and I just I you know I'm I'm yeah super into the different fields you know it's mm -hmm. um it's pretty neat um like the different uh energy sheets and mm -hmm. yeah and so um basically uh the structure of an aura is um five layers 
and they vibrate all different. Um, mm -hmm. The lower vibra vibrancy frequency is closest to the body. And as they move up, out, they go even higher, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, the first one I, I would like to discuss with, well, mm -hmm. there's, there's five, the physical layer, the emotional layer, the mental layer, the spiritual layer, and the boundary layer. The boundary mm -hmm. layer is my favorite. But <laughs> the, the physical layer is closest to the body, and it's the easiest to work on uh, with Reiki mm -hmm. when, when I do it. Um, it's dense, and you can feel the hot heat off the body, and it's just a few yeah. inches wide. And uh, the color doesn't change. That is our signature energy, and it is unique to everyone. Mm -hmm. and this and when there's like illness or injury you can often feel this layer quote unquote a little damaged so mm -hmm. and then uh, the emotional layer it's much wider I'd say you know about anywhere from 5 to 15 inches and it is changing color constantly I mean it, it's really easy to damage and we hold old wounds in that layer. And, you know, when we're not feeling good or it's low vibration, it all, it, it mixes with black, which takes away light and it makes this layer feel mucky and sticky and, mm -hmm. and even sometimes bruising. So uh, yeah, colors reflect what's going on in this layer for sure. Wow. Yeah. So if someone has a depression, what color would that be then? Oh, I would say gray. Gray for sure. Or gray, sometimes yeah. even black. Yeah. Um, you know, like brown. It can even have shades of brown through it, like marbling mm -hmm. or smoke, which would be like resentment or resentment, disempowerment. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things, feeling unworthy. Yeah. Yeah. So and how long do you think a person needs to do Reiki to get that aura balance? So if, if, for example, they suffer from depression because that's pretty severe. Yes. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a one-shot deal for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, you definitely have to, I always say what goes right along with a Reiki session is meditation mm -hmm. for sure. Like that's mm -hmm. the homework you do on your own, right? Yeah. But um, I would I would definitely say that um, being grounded really helps connecting with nature. Um, definitely, that helps for everyone. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. And uh, yeah, just um, like when I want to help somebody with depression, obviously. I think what to do is op open the uh, uh, the solar plexus and the heart um, mm -hmm. chakra for sure. So, yeah. And yes. uh, how can someone heal their aura? Um, a great way to say strengthen an aura or heal mm -hmm. is to do, like I said, meditation for sure. Visual visualizations. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, your, your aura responds to thoughts and intentions and even manifestations, right? Mm -hmm. Which yeah. would, 
which would definitely, you know, I was going to talk a little bit, bit about manifestation with mm -hmm. uh, thought forms. They can also be present in your aura. Wow. And they appear like waves like water, cloudy, swirling pinwheels, those mm -hmm. kind of shapes off your aura. And uh, they're usually simple primary colors because the emotional underlying underneath them are one dimensional, right? In our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they can stay in your energy field for a really long time and they can travel great distances. And that's where I think Reiki assists in distance healing as well through mm -hmm. thought forms. And so, and they can travel in the atmosphere and there's really no barrier for thought forms. So yeah, I, I think yeah. those are really interesting. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people in you know in the beginning when also I got into Reiki, two thousand and thirteen, uh, a lot of people were very hesitant of like, oh yeah, it's a distant healing, you're not here, so it's not gonna do anything for me. Right. Um, yeah, people did not understood that energy travels through time and space, so it does. You don't have to actually be there to actually do a healing onto someone. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where I think the aura is so important in reaching out and doing that distance healing. It's, it's wow. pretty incredible. <laughs> it is. And I think our bodies are incredible. I mean, we have everything that we need to heal ourselves as well. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Like, um, you know, and especially like say if you want to strengthen I was talking a little bit about the um the uh the barrier layer mm -hmm. and you know usually people that are uh, an empath it's usually porous and full of gaps like like really like a, a link chain link fence and so they can link or leak their energy and they can mm -hmm. also absorb it quite easily and and somebody who's non-empathetic or non-empath, sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's very tight and can be almost solid. So for an empath to strengthen mm -hmm. their aura, it's, you know, it's, it's quite simple things. I mean, to start off with anyways, like a healthy mm -hmm. diet, exercise, definitely sleep, grounding. Mm -hmm. Yoga is huge, I find, with balancing the chakras and, and to putting them back into alignment as well yeah yoga meditation grounding good food these are all and good sleep as you said is also like vitally important yes to, exactly to yeah one one really interesting thing i i heard of and i would love to get this camera <laughs> that app or whatever mm -hmm. to um take a picture of somebody's um sleeping because mm -hmm. you're astral vital at that point, you know, you're like, you have more prana, breathing energy life force into all your molecules and your, your um, aura takes on like a pearly opalescent. And I, mm -hmm. that's something I'd really like to um, experience because I, well, I find that capture. If you want to capture that, you need to use a Kirlian photography. Right. Yeah, yeah, this and they're very expensive. I wanted to buy one myself. They're quite, yeah. Um, all, all this equipment is quite expensive. I mean, the, the GDB camera itself is around, right? 
Yes. More than 10,000. So, I mean, um, yeah, for a practitioner, you know, to, to, to do such an investment, it would be great. Um, but yeah, not everyone, obviously, that does Reiki at this moment can afford it. But it's, it's yes. the good part is that we're using more our intuition because I think moving forward, what's going to be needed is to tap into the intuition more than actually relying on technologies for so much. Oh, we absolutely. Been, we've been relying for a very long time on technologies and yeah. Well, one thing is like I like I said I'm I'm always a little bit of a skeptic. That's what I I love about energy and the life mm -hmm. force energy it is detectable. You know, you can anybody who's a skeptic or is kind of like, "Oh, I don't know." You know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing, you can talk about the science of it. And especially yeah. that you can take photographs of you know, these energy fields. I mean, I think that's a great tool as well. But it is, it is a great tool. <laughs> yes. Yes. To people, that is amazing. And actually, also, you know, when you're starting, especially, and you, you're just starting to believe in yourself, you know, in your gifts and talents, and sometimes it's good to kind of reassure yourself, oh, yeah, I'm on the right path. You know, this is exactly what I felt. Yes. And I can actually see it as well. And the client can see it. So it is, um, it is a great tool. I mean, it, it's a great tool. Don't get me wrong. I, there's always place for improvement. Oh, yes, for sure. And never stop learning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. It never ends. Exactly. It never ends. Especially once you get into the spirituality, it just never ends. It just goes oh. on and on totally it morphs and changes and sometimes mm -hmm. even certain beliefs are you can almost like link them together and it's it's really cool you know so and yeah you know. true and it, you said that you wanted to talk about also um we discuss a bit of what a thought form is maybe if you want to elaborate more and about um or attachments maybe yes or attachments yes well one one um, attachment, uh, kind of, sort of would be a, a thought form, but, mm -hmm. um, like something like an astral entity, um, for like, say earthbound spirits may attach, um, mm -hmm. you know, for a multitude of reasons, they're unaware of their death, uh, guilt, shame, you know, vengeance, or even mm -hmm. contracts with dark forces. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think, mostly they're rarely evil they just have a low vibration and mm -hmm. they just need an affirmation to be spoken in a clear voice to lead them back to yeah. the spirit world or the light mm -hmm. and you know um a, a lot of people do like mass astral healing for like groups such as you know like terrorist attacks and war that kind of thing so, I mean, I think that's, I think that's pretty nuts. Like, you know, you always heard about like, say somebody's being, has a poltergeist or something like that. I think that's definitely what that would be is just mm -hmm. somebody hanging on and living their life experiences uh, through a, a living aura. Because as you know, when you pass on, you, you don't have an aura anymore that is on this earth right you don't have an aura when you pass away well it's it's not detectable is is what i've i've 
like researched that like say some people that you know are say photographed before they mm -hmm. like say go down an elevator and it crashes per se it it mm -hmm. disappears or it leaves the body which mm -hmm. is why i i guess some people don't know they have passed on because mm -hmm. they can it they can just be slammed right out yeah so well we actually discussed that topic yesterday with melissa oh. Really? Yeah, she, she helps. Uh, she helps uh, spirits to pass on to the other side. So that was yesterday's um, topic. Uh, yeah, so not yesterday, Friday's topic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were discussing that, and she was saying that yeah, a lot of uh, uh, sometimes it can be shocking. The death can be shocking. So so spirits decide that they want to stay with their loved ones, yes. so that they don't actually want to pass on to the other side. But right. we're seeing a lot of um, we're seeing a lot of uh, shift right now with the moving to the five dimension. So, what do you think would like the next few years look like for for like spiritual people? Oh my gosh, it's looking so good. I mean, there's been so many, you know, not so great things with all this pandemic. But I think mm -hmm. uh, one thing great about it is I think a lot more people are tapping into their spirituality. Um, yeah. you know, like lots more people are doing energy healing and, um, just developing their third eye and just connecting to spirit, no matter what that spirit may be, you know, so, you yeah. know, God, Buddha, you know, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I, I think, I think a lot of people on the most part are on a really good path. It seems that ever since I um, became a Reiki master, which I just want to clarify, I am not a master of Reiki. Reiki masters me. <laughs> my teacher, like that's something that's stuck in my head. <laughs> it's, it's such a great little saying. But um, um, so many more people know about it. So many mm -hmm. people are like, oh my gosh, you do Reiki? Like, like, let's do this. Like, I've always heard mm -hmm. about that. And so I think everybody's coming together. And the more healers there are, and more people that are aware of their energy fields, and mm -hmm. the impact they have on others, I think is such a great harmony, really. And I think we're going the right direction. You know, especially when you can send good energy healing to Mother Earth, and, mm -hmm. you know, and just society so yeah i think I'll more the better <laughs> yeah i would definitely encourage everyone listening to us tonight uh, to send some positivity to mother earth as she's shifting to the high five dimension because we have full moon today at tonight in yes. uh, Cap uh in cancer and cancer is all about you know nourishing and you know sustaining and helping us grow so definitely send some good thoughts about that. And if you want to manifest something, today is a great day or night, depending where you are on the planet. Uh, well, last but not least, Amanda, could you please share with everyone listening in the moment, how can people find you? Maybe um, give them, uh, say, your uh, email if they want to connect to you and get uh, a healing session. Yes, Um my name is Amanda Bruzy, and um, my website is currently under construction. I'm just uh, building it up right now. But mm -hmm. I am on Instagram at mm -hmm. Kakisamoan, and uh, that okay. is spelt K A K 
I-S-I-M-O-W-I-N. And uh, that means to, in, in uh, the language Cree, I am Métis, um, to dance with the universe or spirit. Wow, amazing. I'll put that, I'll put the link uh, on the description for everyone that's interested to connect to Amanda. So I'll put the link to her um, in uh, Instagram and also if you want to put any more links, that would be grateful. But I know we're speaking tomorrow again on the podcast. So for everyone listening, stay tuned because more goodies are coming tomorrow again at 6.30. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thanks so much. Okay, take care. Love and light. Bye-bye. Love and light. Bye-bye.